What is up, everybody? Back once again, the Challenge All-Stars, episode 5. I say it every week, I'll say it again. Another good one. Great episode this week. Tons of drama. Great challenge. Everything you could ask for in an episode of the Challenge. I feel like a broken record here because I say it every single week and the story never changes. This has just been fantastic. It's been the most fun I've had watching the challenge. I wouldn't say in a while. I really have enjoyed the last few seasons. I think that trilogy they did uh, towards, I think it was probably 2018, 2019, uh, maybe a little earlier around that time, the Dirty 30, the Final Reckoning trilogy, didn't really enjoy that a whole lot. But after, everything they've done after that has been has been good. But this is especially good. And just the producers of the challenge have been on fire. You know what it was, now that I'm thinking of it? When they stopped doing the eliminations where they would leave us on a cliffhanger every week. When they stopped ending the episodes abruptly before an elimination or before a daily. The show has been... 100x better since then it's just night and day the difference between the two and you you can just feel that as you're watching the episodes you just you know there's going to be it's going to be a good episode but there'll, there'll also be a conclusion at the end you won't have to wait till next week and that that trilogy they did leaving us every single week with a cliffhanger it just isn't a fun viewing experience so i'm glad they've broken out of that rut and we have what we have now, and just the Challenge All-Stars has been great. A couple other things uh, I would like to talk about off the top. I've talked about pace all season, and the pace has officially picked up. Instead of losing one competitor we- this week, we lost two. So whatever I said last week about uh, a, a big team final, maybe production having to be rushed is probably not true at this point. I, I'm, I'm okay with admitting I, I was wrong in that respect. My new prediction would probably be that there will be an eight-person final, potentially. Maybe they start in pairs and go to individual by the end, but eight kind of just seems like the right number. It could be ten. I think it'll be eight or ten, though, in the final from each. um, You got four men and four women, most likely, at the end. And then you'll have one individual winner, according to TJ. The pace is it's picking up, and we're going to lose a lot of people in the next three episodes so if i do the math in my head real quick we're at 16 now three episodes will leave us at 10 maybe we have a little purge type of challenge i'm not sure but i i kind of see eight as the number it could be 10 though it could easily be 10 based off the math that doesn't really matter though we're just going to enjoy the show like i say every week um and other things the challenge this week was awesome you gotta love mini finals it shows you who the real competitors are and you see who's kind of just there for show and a big player that everyone thought would be great this season might be just be there for show. They might have the, the show muscles. Um, I think maybe it was bloodlines. The first season of the challenge I watched, uh, someone's muscles got referred to as popcorn muscles. I don't know if that was even on the challenge, but I kind of remember someone saying popcorn muscles. I, it, def- it definitely was a challenge. I just don't remember who, but Alton potentially has popcorn muscles. Cause he, he gassed out on that mini final it didn't even seem that difficult you had a lot of people that you'd think would struggle on that doing just fine a big easy he he sure they had to stop a bit but they didn't completely die on the hill like alton did it was just 
completely shocking. And with him being my pick to win overall, kind of left me uh, with not as much confidence. He, he, he gave me a little bit of reassurance during the elimination, but beforehand I was just confused as to what happened to the Alton I know, uh, the Alton that wouldn't gas out uh, running up a hill. It's just, and we never even get an explanation for it either. It's just Alton gasses out and uh, he struggles, and that's pretty much the reason that Cyrus wants to go against him. But it just makes no sense that that happened, and uh, it kind of left me rattled. Wanted wanted to leave Team Alton after that, to be completely honest. Um, I really like what Derek's doing, uh, Derek and Mark and Darrell. Um, I think they're the cream of the crop uh, in terms of the guys. And I think Derek is above all the rest, but uh, one of those three is most likely going to win, in my opinion. Alton just left me shaken. Uh, I just, I, I don't know how he recovers from that performance. And Team Alton, I'm going to say it now, I'm officially, like I let Jemmy, I'm officially leaving Team Alton. I'm going to give myself a, a limitation for my challenge podcasts. I can pick one at the beginning of the season like I did with Jemmy and Alton, and then I'll get one chance to change. I am changing here. Uh, Derek and Kendall are my picks to win this season of the challenge, and we're just going to ride out with them. And I'll talk about Kendall later, but my choice to switch to Team Kendall, I mean, sheesh, it kind of paid off, not going to lie. I enjoyed watching Kendall this week dominate that mini final challenge, and uh, I'm enjoying being on Team Kendall. It's a, it's, it's like living in the lap of luxury. You're just, I'm chilling here. Team Kendall, she's in a fantastic spot. She's getting the stamp of approval from a bunch of people on the show, and just Kendall stock is mooning. Kendall to the moon. Um, but yeah, uh, just odd what happened to Alton there. Um, and then another thing. The elimination this week. I'm glad we actually got to watch one. It was fun. Uh, just wanted to point that out because we did not get one last week because Arissa quit. And it was fun to watch an elimination. And finally, to open the show, I just want to mention, despite there not being that much strategy this week, we still had a very entertaining episode. There was some, there was ample drama and ample fun challenging. So the fact that there was no strategy is fine. It's just I prefer some strategy in my reality television shows, but not having it was fine because I thoroughly enjoyed the episode overall. But yeah, that's pretty much everything I wanted to open the show with. It's time to break it down scene by scene. And to start off, everyone comes back to the house and the cast talks about how Arissa just quit the game. Most of the cla- uh, most of the cast is glad Arissa quit because. They talked about being competitors there, and someone quitting the game is just kind of disrespectful to not only the the cast members on the show that are there to compete and play the challenge, but the people that were alternates on the show that didn't get a chance to compete because that person was picked in place of them. And Arissa kind of just let a lot of people down. Nehemiah plays devil's advocate for a second and mentions that everyone else that went into elimination this season knew they were going in, um, and Arissa just... She felt a certain type of way about how she was handled. Not really a good excuse, in my opinion. I mean, you're there to play the game. You don't just quit like that. It's just I talked about it last week. It's just it's tough to see someone go out like that. 
that was I wouldn't say a, a major character or a, 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 had a big chance of winning, but still, it's just tough to see anyone leave the game in that respect, and it's just it's frustrating that that had to happen. But that's the cast's opinion on Arissa. Next, we get uh, Beth and Cyrus talking in their room, and Cyrus is going into elimination here. Uh, I pointed out my little noticing of a pattern last week. Um, if I did get feedback to these shows, I'm sure a bunch of the people uh, would tell me that this happens on every season of the challenge, but it's something I just noticed. Um, but yeah, we get uh, Beth and Cyrus. Uh, consequently, they both go into elimination, but we're expecting Cyrus to go in here because he is getting the confessional at the beginning. And these last two episodes have been the Beth and Cyrus show, and I have enjoyed both of them. So um, two entertaining characters uh, on the challenge and um, focusing on them has been fun. I, I enjoy both of them, and these episodes have been good. But Cyrus doesn't like the way he was eliminated from his last challenge, which was the Ruins. Um, he feels like he kind of went out like a punk, I believe he says. Uh, in the little clip they play back, it might not be the exact quote. Um, but he lost to Kohada. Uh, it was called the Hogtie Elimination. I looked it up. It was on the Ruins. Um, but it was similar to the elimination they had on Double Agents this year that Leroy completely dominated Jay in and that Big T beat Anissa in. Kind of looked like that uh, in a way. And... I mean, Cyrus shouldn't really feel bad losing to Kahuta in that. Kahuta's not great at many things, but moving on the pole in that, in the way you have to to win that elimination, kind of seems like something Kahuta would be good at. So uh, Cyrus doesn't really have to um, really feel that bad about losing to him, but he, he still doesn't like the way he went out, and uh, he, he's looking to redeem himself on uh, this season. Unfortunately, he does not. He goes out this episode, but uh, Cyrus is still a fun character, and it was a uh, fun to see him on the season because he, he really is a, an OG OG of, of uh, the whole real world and road rules type challenges but we also get to see Alton uh, and at first Derek's trying to climb the wall they have on the front porch of their uh, their big mansion but he's not able to and then Alton gets up there and does it I don't really know why they're doing this um, Darrell has a funny confessional Darrell's always dynamite in the in the confessionals, but this one's especially funny here. He says he'd love to see Alton fall off of the the wall because if he gets hurt, that means Darrell has a better chance of winning, and that's what really Darrell's all about the wins. So um, you gotta love Darrell and uh, what he's bringing, at least in the confessional booth. Darrell has never really been one to really get into the drama of it all, but he is dynamite in confessional and having him uncensored on this season is just, it makes it even, even better. You just, you got to love the rail. Uh, we also see Hasella talk about all, and she, she really likes him. We'll get to that later. Um, and this, this whole little scene, you can't help but realize it. It's kind of building up Alton uh, to be one of the, the big dogs. I think Mark has a confessional there where he talks about Alton being one of the best and, it might have been Alton. It might have been Hasella, but it was one of them. But it's just building up Alton, and uh, it's just what happens to him later is completely more shocking based off of that. Uh, but after this, it is time to get into the challenge. It is connect them all. It's a mini final. We love mini finals here at Duskapop because I am Duskapop, and I love mini finals. Um, you you just get to you get to see everything. You get to see who the major players are, and we do find that out. During this mini final, we find out who who the big dogs are going to be this season. I'll mention that 
as I talk about the challenge, but you just you gotta love it. And you, you also see who's who's fake. I mentioned that earlier. You see who is really not up to snuff and, and probably needs to work out a lot more before we actually do get to that final because they do not have the endurance needed to win one of these shows. Um, but the challenge works like this. Uh, we're in teams of six at first. They have to run to a checkpoint. Uh, once they complete the checkpoint, it's, it's pretty much just a... Um, uh, letters correspond with numbers and you got to figure out what the phrase is uh after you complete that you pick up a log you got to run up the hill with the log you see the people struggle there and then you break off into pairs of two you solve another little puzzle type of thing and then you break up into individuals and you run down the hill with a log and the first one there wins the last one is going in and then we'll find out later the last Man and the last woman going that finish are also go are going to go into elimination, not just uh, the men's day. I believe TJ mentions that it's a men's day before the challenge starts, but that ends up not really mattering because the last two finishers go in uh, with the big twist. Um, but TJ also mentions that the lifesaver is canceled. Made me wonder, um, was this planned by production? Did they know they were going to speed up the pace after uh, the four eliminations that we had or did they do this because of what happened to Arissa and how she quit the game uh it's just something to speculate about something to talk about that's interesting with how the show actually works it's just kind of makes you seem I mentioned it last week the way that the lifesaver worked where you had to vote someone in it it kind of made it that no one would probably ever use it again because you, you kind of get all the heat on you after using the lifesaver and making everyone vote again and it having the lifesaver would be kind of useless because the chances of someone using it again are extremely low after all that happened. So it just, it makes you wonder if uh, this was planned by production, which it probably was, or if it uh, was canceled because of what happened. But Jemmy mentions out, uh, <laughs> Jemmy mentions out, that's not English, I'm sorry. Um, but TJ says, if I were you, I would win. And Jemmy mentions, um, you really have to pay attention to that. Because when TJ is a bit vague, it probably means something's about to happen. And Jemmy is spot on with that. It's just a nice observation. I'm not on Team Jemmy anymore, but just an astute observation. I wanted to point that out. We also find out Cyrus is injured somehow. It's not on camera, which kind of minimizes the impact the injury has. You don't feel uh, as bad for Cyrus as he has to do all this physical stuff. Because we don't see the actual injury. It wasn't caught on camera. It's kind of just uh, up in the air as to what actually happened. And it's just, it's odd that it wasn't mentioned before this episode that Cyrus is injured. But it's it's just weird that we don't find out about it until right before the challenge that Cyrus has a bum ankle. And it, it like I said, it just minimizes and makes you feel it less. Uh, I, I feel like the show kind of dropped, dropped the ball there. I mean, you can't catch everything on camera, but... That's it was kind of a major part of the episode, and we don't actually see it happen, which is is one grip you can have against this episode. But overall, it's really good. But Cyrus is injured somehow, and we just we just find out about that. Um, but the the challenge begins. Uh, the teams get through the uh, little phrase part pretty easily. They weren't really difficult phrases, to be completely honest. Um, it probably took them all a couple minutes each to get there but um, some teams take off uh, and then we see them carrying the log up the hill and the second the second place team is the team Hasella is on and she is just completely 
dead on the only word you can use to describe is dead on the hill she's heaving and uh almost convulsing and just (laughs) convulsing is not the word i would use but she's i I guess the word would be heaving she's she's really gasping okay that's it that's it she's gasping for air she she can't breathe um and she can't just get any oxygen in her to uh, propel her up the hill she's really struggling i kind of liken it to um, when i was in grade school and i was playing basketball we had these things called 17s it's where you run uh, sideline to sideline um, 17 times back and forth and you had to do it within a minute and afterwards i would kind of uh, I'm a I'm a bigger a bigger guy. I would be uh, struggling, um, the way Hasella was to uh, really get some air in me after having to do that, and I I could totally relate to how Hasella was feeling there. Um, but uh, yeah, she, just uh, you see Hasella Hasella's been good this season so far. She's competed well, but she she uh, kind of the Anissa um, comp- comparison would would fit. She she's good at a lot of the stuff they do, but. When it comes to being able to win the show, the endurance is probably not there. And you can just see that present in Hasella. And uh, she's really struggling. And then the other person you see struggling is... Oh, before I get into Alton, I want to mention uh, Kendall uh, is on Hasella's team. And she mentions uh, being annoyed um, that Hasella was struggling. And the rivalry between Kendall and Hasella has been fun to track. And it's funny to see uh, another thing pop up here. But... I'll talk about Kendall in a second because Team Kendall, Team Kendall stand up. Kendall's beast and, and uh, we love Kendall over here at Duska Pop and uh, we're on Team Kendall and just another great episode for her. But the other person that was struggling was Alton. I mentioned it earlier. What happened? Is he dehydrated? Did he need to drink more water before? Did he not get a good night's sleep? What happened to Alton here? Why is he struggling so much? We don't know. They don't tell us. Uh, but he's he's dead, and you wouldn't expect someone like Alton to struggle on a challenge like this. And it's just it was completely shocking to me, and uh, it's just baffling what happened to him. But I don't know. It, Alton might not be in it for for the long haul. Um, Cyrus, with his bum ankle and all, is is really carrying that team. He's 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 holding a lot of weight. Um, he gets a lot of props from his teammates there, and he's he's kind of just supporting Alton because Alton is is done it really makes no sense but Cyrus being able to compete better than Alton on a on a sprained ankle whatever's wrong with his ankle is it's shocking and uh big props to Cyrus for that um but let's talk about Kendall team Kendall like I said team Kendall stand up switching to team Kendall is paying immediate dividends um she dominates this challenge um, she's on Latarian's team, uh, and she just gets the stamp of approval from a bunch of people. Her and Latarian fly through the, the second checkpoint. She picks up that log. She runs down that hill and wins the daily. First time, I, first week on Team Kendall, and she's already winning challenges. It's just awesome. Uh, and Kendall is, I wouldn't say she's head and shoulders above the best. I, I think there's really a top tier of two women being Kellyanne and Kendall, that are the they're the upper echelon, the, the probably the best women on the show at the moment. And then right under them is Jemmy, and then I'd say right under Jemmy is Anissa. Um, but those are those are the top women, and I think Kellyanne and Kendall are are clearly above the rest. 
in terms of the women's side. Ruthie might be in there uh, in that Anissa category, but Kendall, Kendall's definitely top, and then Kellyanne right under her, and then you have the, the rest going down. And it, it's fun to see the mini final because it shows that not only does Kellyanne finish second, um, but you see the endurance and the uh, how they'll perform in an actual final. And those are your two women. Latarian wins for the guys. Derek in second. So a, a big road rules conglomeration uh, make up the top three people that finish. And I'd say I talked about the top women, but the men's side, I'd say, is more even. It's it's uh, it's pretty wide open, I'd say. You have your Darrell, Mark, and Derek, but you also have Alton still. You can consider him one of the best. Latarian was great in that elimination, and he, he won this challenge here. You have Yes. I'd say the guy's side is more, and Nehemiah as well. I forgot to mention him. You, you, you could say the guy's side is definitely more wide open. Uh, and not as top-heavy uh, like the women's side is. And that's that's pretty much what we find out from this challenge here. And I've said it a hundred times at this point. I love watching the mini-finals because it really does open the door and you get to see what's what's really going on with the group there. Um, Beth and Cyrus end up losing uh, this challenge. They really just can't get past the color-matching checkpoint and... They don't even end up finishing. They time out there, and it appears that Cyrus is going into elimination, and then we'll find out later. Beth is also going in, but they, they kind of struggled. Um, their team arrived last, and they, they really couldn't dig themselves out of that hole, and they, they, end up, they end up losing. We end up going back to the house after the challenge, and Cyrus is propping up his ankle. Because I'm sure it's sore after having to run that much that day. And Alton comes out to talk to him, ask him about the elimination. And Cyrus actually says that he wants to go against Alton. Alton's pretty shocked by that. Uh, he thinks easy is the obvious choice. Not only did he come in second to last, but he'd probably be a pretty easy beat in most things. And I do happen to agree with Alton. I don't really know why Cyrus wants to go against Alton. Obviously, uh, you could say he's part of the reason that Cyrus is going in, but if Cyrus wants to stay in the game, going against Easy was just the best choice by far. There's just so many things that Cyrus would be able to beat Easy in, and the elimination they actually ended up doing would be one of them. It's just odd to see that Alton did that, or not Alton, Cyrus did that and wanted to go against Alton. He is a big competitor, and I'm sure he he had confidence in himself to win. It's just if you're in that spot, you gotta you gotta preserve self preserve and go against who would be the best for you um, to beat. And Alton is better than Cyrus at a lot of things, so it just doesn't really make a lot of sense. But Cyrus's reasoning is that he thinks Alton messed him up on the log. You could also argue that him struggling on the puzzle is a big factor that he's going in. And I, I happen to think that that was the reason he went in because I think once the third team got there, I don't think the time difference was that large despite Alton struggling. When they got to the second checkpoint with the pairs, everyone else was still there. Nobody had even finished yet. Kendall and Latarian were still there when they got there. Another 
piece of evidence pointing in that direction of them struggling on that checkpoint being the reason they're going in and why Cyrus should have went again went against Easy and doesn't really have shouldn't really have any beef was beef with Alton is because the second team to fin the second to last team to finish was Big Easy and Katie. Um individually they finished, but they were on the first team that made it to the checkpoint. And then the third piece of evidence is Yes and Jemmy were on Alton and Cyrus's team, and they finished third. So Cyrus's reasoning doesn't really make sense here, and just him not going against the easiest person there, no pun intended, but easy is the easiest person there, doesn't make sense. And I just wish, I love Cyrus as a character, and I wish he would have made a better decision there and chose to go against easy instead of Alton. But he wanted what he wanted. And I'm sure all the men in the house were very open to that happening because if there's a chance of sending Alton home, despite him struggling, he's still Alton. There's a chance of sending Alton home. Obviously, you want that to happen. So we don't. I don't really know what Cyrus is thinking there, but it is time for the nominations. The arguments I just brought up were made there. Yes, says Cyrus is part of the reason they got the place that high um, because he really helped out with the weight when they were going up the hill. And then Hassello also points out from the other side uh, that Cyrus is blaming Alton for the loss, um, despite him not being able to do the puzzle. I happen to agree with Hassello here. But the house is very open to Alton going in because there's a chance Alton could go home. Honestly, the women are probably thinking the same thing because there is only one winner, and having Alton gone would be great for their games as well. So Alton's going in. Cyrus has his wish, but it's, it's just you got to question it still why cyrus why um but we come back to the house alton says to cyrus i'll see you in a lame elimination cyrus says okay bet goes to shake alton's hand but alton does not shake his hand he says that he wants he doesn't want to shake the wrist that he's going to break um implying that he would break Cyrus, well not implying explicitly saying that he would break uh, cyrus's wrist if they were in elimination i don't know about that latarian calls it disrespectful I agree with Latarian here. Alton's not really in a good place in the house to start with. A lot of people see him as threats. He mentioned that he's on the outs. And the the reason he's he's been safe for the two eliminations they've had so far is because he's such a good competitor. He's making his position even worse by not shaking Cyrus's hand. You gotta you gotta be cordial. You gotta play the game in the house, and Alton just seems not interested in it. He is very confident in, in himself. He he thinks he's going to win the elimination. He really built himself up over the the uh, second half of the episode as uh, he's easily going to beat Cyrus. And, I mean, he's probably right, but he's just he's putting himself in a bad spot. And it just – it doesn't it – doesn't, it's not helping. It, it's it's only hurting the, the choices he's making. And you've you got to criticize that because there's other people that you see in the house that are – making great decisions um, like Derek and Mark. They're in great spots. Darrell as well. They're they're all in great spots. And Alton is a big competitor, but him doing this is just, it's it's only, it can only be detrimental, but he's a great competitor. So maybe, you sh maybe we shouldn't question him. <laughs> it is party time now. Uh, we get two big scenes at the party, Hasella and Alton. Uh, we got a little preview to it last week. And then in the next on of last week's episode, Getting us ready for this episode, we see a little bit more of it. Hisella and Alton are getting pretty close, and they're getting even closer here. They're really uh, enjoying each other's company. 
and talking a bit about uh, each other and uh, being together and what else is there to say? Uh, There's potentially a little couple there. But the other uh, big scene we get is Mark talking to Cyrus and he's he's building up Cyrus. Uh, He he really wants Cyrus to win this elimination, Um, not only because he's been friends with Cyrus for 20 years, but having Alton out of the house would be pretty good for Mark's game, I'd say. And uh, I criticized Mark a lot last week. He, I think he struggled in last week's episode, but slithery Mark is back moving around the house, putting himself in a position uh, that will be beneficial to him and will help further himself and put him in a good position for the final. And he's back. Um, and he's, he gives a confessional about being ex- very elated that uh, Cyrus wanted to go against Alton because if Alton's gone, it only makes Smart's chances of winning even better. And uh, he, he's very glad to point that out. And uh, I just like how Mark is bouncing back. It seems that him using the lifesaver isn't going to affect him that much. And he's, he's still in a good spot in the house. So good for Mark there. He's He's been able to recover from using the lifesaver the way he did. And he's, he's back to maneuvering around the house and uh, putting himself... And he, you can see him all over the place. He's, he's in a lot of conversations, and he's just he's in a good spot. And then um, Derek, Team Derek, as I've just joined, is right behind him because he's he's Mark's second. I'd say he's second Mark's second in command, and uh, that's probably the best spot because Derek knows he can beat Mark in a final, and he knows Mark's not gonna try to eliminate him. Potential. We'll see what happens, but it doesn't it doesn't seem that Mark would turn on Derek uh, and uh, throw him in. Because I think Derek would win anyway. But yeah, those are our two scenes of the party. Slithery Mark is back, pumping up Cyrus and Hissella and Alton. They're really getting close. And we go back to Hissella and Alton when we get back to the house. Um, and uh, I mean, I really don't know what the song's called. I'd just call it the Running Man song. But when we came back to the house, I, I was kind of just... At night, I think of you. I was, I was just breaking out the Running Man when I was <laughs> watching. Because... Uh, I mean, I love that song, and I love dancing, and uh, it just got me excited, um, and uh, I hope this doesn't get copyright struck, because uh, I mean, I know I'm a great singer, and I just, I gave you guys a little snippet, at night, I think of you, I want, I don't know the words, but that's the song they played, and Hassel and Alton are getting a little close, and it appears that they, they most likely uh, did hook up there, and I don't know if anything will come uh, as fallout to that, but... I mean, there's been more hookups on this season of the Challenge All-Stars than all of Double Agents um, so far. And we're only five episodes in. Um, and it's just funny that the, the older uh, older cast members and um, people that were on the show in the past are, are back to their old ways and, and bringing more to the challenge than uh, uh, in, this, in this respect, in the um, drama slash uh, hookups respect than the... Because, I mean, a full challenge season, it has it all. It has great competitions, great drama, and uh, a little bit of romance. And they're bringing it here more on the challenge all-stars than they have on the challenge proper. And it's just, it's odd to me, but it, it makes sense because this is what these people did back in the day. And uh, it's it's just enjoyable to watch. And uh, Hissel and Alton, are, uh, they just add to it. Um, they add to the reputation that these old cast members have. And uh, they ha- they have a little fun here. Uh, finally, right before our elimination starts, we get a little conversation between Latarian and Cyrus. Mark is also there. Slithery Mark there again. The Mark watch is uh, 
it's alive and well. Um, Mark is, he's everywhere and nowhere at the same time, and he's got no heat after using the lifesaver. Just, I couldn't applaud, uh, applaud Mark's actions any more than I have. Uh, um, just a good episode for him overall. But uh, Latarian's pumping up Cyrus as well. Um, and once again, uh, just like in Mark's situation, these guys are, they're good friends, but they they want Alton out. They want to see Alton go home. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's that. But uh, we get a, another little scene with Alton. Alton's ready to go, um, and it's elimination time. The elimination is the over and under elimination. It's, it's a little bit different than the elimination they described last week with the wall ball, but... Um, I saw a little joke on Reddit that uh, whoever built the uh, the walls for that particular elimination was not letting their work go to waste. Um, they really wanted to <laughs> see something be done with those because they, they obviously put in a lot of hard work. I don't know the exact Reddit user that made that comment, but it was funny. Um, and uh, I also would like to mention, if this wasn't a pairs elimination, if they weren't planning on switching the game up, oh, this would absolutely have been di- dynamite as a... Uh, physical headbanger type elimination because seeing Alton and Cyrus go one-on-one after all the drama that led to their elimination and with the handshake thing it just would have been very interesting to see how it would have played out if they were in a physical battle and Cyrus wanted it too you saw that at the end of the episode he wanted his one-on-one um as he was mentioning a lot Uh, but it, it just would have been very very entertaining if those two are able to lock up in a physical elimination. But fortunately, we don't get that. Um, TJ tells us that all the eliminations from now on will be pairs. Uh, the two losers will always go in. Uh, my first thought that there will be no more team challenges, but they did have captains in the past, and the, I guess the captains of the losing team will go in like they have in the past. So that was a, a, a dumb thought by me once I disproved it right away. Um, but... The nominee that gets picked to go into elimination, I guess it'll still be one nominee. I don't, we don't know how it'll work out, but we'll f- probably find out next week when it, they do the same exact thing. But either the nominee, um, next week it will be a girls' day if they keep it like that. The nominee gets to pick their partner, or you'll just have two people get voted in at once. But that's how it was this episode. Alton got to pick who he wanted to go into elimination with. He ends up picking Anissa. That's a fine pick. Anissa's fantastic in eliminations. He probably thought it would be pretty, pretty physical here. And Anissa's great for that. Um, not physical in a sense that they would be going against each other physically, but um, having to puncture the wall and stuff, he probably thought Anissa would be good at that. So a uh, fine pick by Alton. I probably would have went with Kellyanne. Kendall was not able to go in elimination because she won the challenge. And Kellyanne, like I said earlier, is, is pretty much number two there. Alton picks Anissa, but I, I most likely would have went with Kellyanne because Kellyanne is strong and she's a she's a good competitor and most likely would have won this anyway. I think once we find out what the elimination is, they have to punch balls and throw balls. Kind of kind of realize that Beth and Cyrus were not going to really be able to do this because Cyrus has a bum ankle. Beth. As much as we love Beth as a character, she is limited physically, and Cyrus would have to climb over every wall, and uh, that just wasn't really going to work out, because Beth 
her not being the fastest and Anissa probably being better than her in the first place was kind of dooming their team. And then with Cyrus having a messed up ankle and him not really being able to climb the walls because of that just kind of gives him the, the nail in the coffin there. And you could kind of see where this was going right as the elimination started. But before it started, Beth needed to stretch. That was funny when she was, I'm an old lady. I, I need to stretch. You guys have to let me stretch. Because she wasn't expecting to go in, and I guess she wasn't uh, limber enough yet to to go. Um, but that was funny. Um, but like I said, it, it, they were kind of, you kind of knew it wasn't really going to go well off the bat. But Cyrus puts in a great performance despite that. He doesn't give up. Uh, he has a, a messed up ankle for sure, but he he kind of grinds through it and does what he can. It was really hard watching him jump off the walls after climbing up and landing on that ankle knowing that he had an injury. I'm, I'm sure if we saw the injury before, just saying, producers, if we saw the injury before, probably we probably would have felt it even more. But seeing him jump off those walls and uh, hit the ground like that, was it was, it was hard to watch. Um, but good performance by both him and Beth. Beth doesn't give up either. And I think, I think uh, Beth really redeemed herself on this season in the past. I think Beth, if she knew she was going to win the elimination, she would do it. But there would be there would be times when I think on the Gauntlet Two in particular is what I'm thinking of. There would be times when Beth would kind of just she would give up and not really try because she saw the writing on the wall. Uh, but Beth Beth gives her all here. She her and Cyrus are good friends, so she's uh, committed to doing as much as she can to help them win. But it, it was nice to see Beth not give up there, and, and I think Beth really has changed. And uh, her time off the show, she's, uh, I mean, she was probably in her 30s when she was still doing the challenges. But her time off the show, um, she's become a mom and all, and she just, I think uh, she's a lot different than she was in the past. And it's just, it's cool to see that um, these guys uh, evolve. The people we've been watching for years and years evolve and um, become different people. And uh, I think Beth is a good example of that with the way she, she guts out the performance as well. And then we can talk about Alton for a second. He looked fine in the elimination here. He he was flying up the walls. He did he wasn't he was no gauntlet uh wow, I can't talk this episode. He was no gauntlet to um, Alton, but he, he still he was still doing very well with, with the walls and all. That was that was Alton's specialty pretty much for a while was uh the climbing type of eliminations and he showed that here with him flying up the walls and fl flying all around and they they finish it pretty quickly i think they didn't really have to do five balls with uh with beth and cyrus struggling in the first place and then halton and anisa lapping them five was a lot uh and it probably took a decent amount of time while they were there um but it would have been more entertaining, obviously, if Beth and Cyrus were at 100% and able to compete. But Alton still looked good. I'm fine with not being on Team Alton anymore because of how he did the mini final. Sure, you can look good in elimination. That's kind of the story of Anissa's challenge career. But it's not the same as a final. And I don't know if Alton would be able to hold up in a final. But he did look good here, was the point. After the elimination, uh, Beth and Cyrus lose, obviously. And then uh, TJ's talking to them, and he mentions that. He will definitely see Beth and Cyrus in the future. I guess uh, All-Stars 2 confirmed. All-Stars, the challenge All-Stars Season 2. Is it confirmed now after that? I don't think I've seen any news of them filming, but apparently they plan on doing this again, and I'm sure the ratings are fine. I haven't looked into it, but this has been awesome, and I am very open to them doing it again. 
Um, and we kind of get a little preview of uh, maybe next season when Cyrus mentions uh, he wants to go in against Alton and he wants his one-on-one, on, one on one, he wants his vindication. And that's how we end the episode. But Alton wants that. I mean, well, not Alton. I'm sure Alton would want it too. But Cyrus really wants that one-on-one. -on -one. He wants that physical headbanger. I want that. Challenge producers, I think I matter. I think you guys should uh, take my... Uh, what I want into account when you're making your shows and uh, I don't know why not throw those two into a, a little physical elimination wouldn't hurt wouldn't hurt for entertainment value Let, let's get it going but yeah that's uh, that's the whole episode there um, good episode overall like I mentioned earlier tough to see Cyrus go I love Cyrus love Beth love how she was on this season but excited for the second half of the show we're now well past the halfway point with this being episode five episode five out of nine meaning we're past the halfway point we got four episodes left three more regular episodes i'd assume and then we're our final episode where we'll have 10 or eight people running for the crown but i can't wait to watch how it all unfolds and time will tell who wins but right now like i've been saying i have kendall I have Derek, and those are my two picks. We'll see how it all ends up playing out. But that's that's going to do it for the show here. I am Luke Duska. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DuskaTweeter, D-U-S-K-A-T-W-E-E-T-R. Um, and then you can subscribe to this podcast on all major podcast platforms. Check out my website, DuskaPop.com. There may be some more content over there. And, uh, yeah, just hope everyone is doing well, staying safe, and I will see you guys next week.